Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You don't always have to like him. But you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. couple of emails I want to share with you as we go through the program. I uh, heard from my friend Maureen Basnicki. Uh, Maureen's husband was killed on uh, 9-11. He was in the World Trade Center, and uh, Maureen is in New York City now um, for the events, the commemorative events tomorrow. And uh, Maureen and a few other people put together, organized, began to organize the National Day of Service. If you've never heard of the National Day of Service, it's about time that we all did, and we all did something for this country on the anniversary of 9-11. So Maureen sent me an email about uh, the National Day of Service. I'm going to share that with you before the end of the program. Um, also, one of our listeners in Saskatchewan sent, a, sent an email to Prime Minister Trudeau about the monies that were delivered to Omar Khadr. And our listener in Saskatchewan made a specific demand of the Prime Minister. But his email also fleshed out and spoke to certain issues that we've spoken about on this program that have been national issues of discussion. And then the Prime Minister's office replied, and quite seriously replied. As mostly you hear from, uh, from folks who called the show, say, well, we, we sent an email, but they never replied. Well, they did reply... And I'm going to read you, the, our listener in Saskatchewan, I'm going to read his email to the PMO, actually to the Prime Minister, and then the Prime Minister's office responds, and then you can take sides. All right, we'll do that in the next hour. There was an incredible security breach, huge security breach, maybe the biggest of all time, which took place just a couple, well, we became aware of it just a couple of days ago. And uh, the security breach deals with Equifax, one of the world's largest credit rating agencies or credit watch agencies. 134 million accounts were compromised. 134 million people have personal information, God knows where, in the possession of God knows whom. And the purpose, well, it's not going to be to the benefit of the person whose information is out there being held by someone so should Canadians worry uh, what to do if you have an Equifax account or if you're a client? And are corporations cutting costs on cybersecurity with hugely negative impact? Daniel Tobak joins us. He's the CEO of Scientelligence Inc. in Toronto. He's one of the premier cyber intelligence experts in this country. Daniel, thank you very much for the time. I did not hear the kind of response, the kind of shock response at the <laughs> I expected it. At the news of 134 million personal accounts being compromised, that would have heard 10 years ago at news of 10 million being compromised. Are we just getting used to it? You know, unfortunately, I think we're getting used to a lot of breaches out there. This is actually, I, I would say, the largest and most serious breach in our history today. Um, I think it hasn't floated yet, and I think most of it has started to float on Friday. 
so maybe people have not caught wind of it as much. This is the largest breach in our history. The amount of personal data, direct focus personal data that was disclosed, that was stolen, is something we've never seen before. Now, 130, so 134 million pieces of information. What are the odds that, I don't know if we can calculate the odds, what are the chances that a certain person who has had, whose information is in that big cache of information, is actually going to be uh, victimized? And I guess part B of that question is, can anyone assume the cache is so big that they'll never get to me? Yeah. Uh, so this breach occurred in the, in the, the U.S., and uh, again, there isn't a, a particular number of how many Canadians, but I would estimate around uh, the 12 to 14 million uh, amount of Canadians. One of the problems is... That's half the, our population. Absolutely. One of the problems with Equifax is every time you do some sort of a transaction, even if you don't sign and agree to provide them your information as part of a financial transaction... They still get access to that. That's how they're able to pull credit reports on basically on every single person over the age of 18, right? Um, so the, the fact that uh, people in Canada are going to be affected by this is, is absolute. It's just a matter of time and when. Uh, what are the bad guys going to do with this information? Uh, you know, of course, because this is public, and the reason it needs to be public is to warn everybody we're making it harder for the bad guys to, to leverage this information. So what is the uh, individual now? You're talking about up to 14, maybe 16 million Canadians involved. What do, what do we, all, and, and, and people actually sign up with Equifax to watch their credit uh, activities, and for a fee, a monthly fee, Equifax would, will send you a report or email you a report. I'm not sure how they do it. But they get a report to you each month telling you whether there's been any suspicious activity on your account. So um, if you're a client of Equifax, what do you have to do? What, what are the fundamentals that you have to do on a monthly basis for a while now to make sure that nobody's screwing around with your information? Well, of course, uh, I, I think if Equifax, if you're a client or not, will, will be monitoring your credit and your profile a little closer. Uh, but as a consumer, here's a couple of things that you can do. Um, you can actually do what we call a credit freeze which means that nobody can actually apply for credit under your profile without X amount of verification. So that's very important for people to know. Most people don't even know about this option, right? Okay. Um, uh, uh, become a forensic expert and check your bank and credit card statements with a tooth comb every single month for every single transaction. The bad guys, uh, you know, again, unfortunately, are very motivated here. So one month you can see a suspicious charge for five or ten dollars that might slip by. The next month you'll see it as a thousand, right? So anything that looks suspicious, pay extra attention to it. Also, alert your bank and strengthen your online password and verification that you do if you're doing online banking. Mm -hmm. uh, so unfortunately, we still have about close to 48% of users with very simple passwords for their online banking. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, or their pop, or their secret question, and what's my pet's name? And all you got to do is go to Facebook and see that, you know, Lucky, Lucky is a Shih Tzu, and you know what I mean? There's your, there's your password. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just paying a little attention to that, making the password a little bit more complex and something that is not so obvious. Um, and again, I, I will just say this. If you feel that something is happening, report it to the police 
And, and as much as law enforcement is overwhelmed with, with lots of uh, what I call digital crimes, it's good for them to have a profile on what just happened because they do inform that the credit company after that you called in and they actually have to file a report. So what should happen to the people who managed Equifax? And what, what, from what we understand, was it two days after the, uh, the breach, uh, various executives of Equifax cashed in $2 million worth of stock? Yeah, so, I mean, Equifax waited six weeks to disclose that sensitive information was breached. Uh, two days uh, after, three executives sold shares worth a combined $1.8 million U.S. Uh, I mean, so this, this What does that speak to, to you? What does that say to you? You know, again, I've seen statements by Equifax, and again, I, I you know, I, I'll take it for face value. They're saying that this is completely irrelevant and so on. Uh, and this executive did not know about the breach. I, I, I personally say that a special committee has to be investigating this particular activity from the government, uh, from the, regula- the regulators, uh, because it's almost like saying, you know, the bank just lost all your money, and we don't know what happened. Uh, so they're safeguarding this information. Mm. Um, so, I mean, they, somebody has to be responsible, and, and a real investigation has to occur and to see what evidence, what actions were taken, what was actually really breached. Uh, I know the Privacy Commissioner here in Canada did not even know about this until they said the media, because they did not report it. Yeah. So, well, if I, was doing, if I was doing the investigating, I'd be checking the hard drives of those particular executives first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, what's really interesting is Equifax handles about uh, data more than about 800 million consumers wow. and 91 <laughs> million businesses. So what's interesting to me is I know they're saying that only 134 million records were potentially breached. I would like to see some evidence around that because maybe the number is larger, right? So Could be. It's, uh, yeah. 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 Daniel, thank you very much for the time. We'll, I'm sure we'll be talking again. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. All the best to you. Daniel right. Tilbach, he's the CEO of Sci Intelligence, Inc. They're out of Toronto, Sci Intelligence, Inc. Sci Intelligence is one word. When we come back, German intelligence is reporting that ISIS, they haven't disappeared, that ISIS has more than 11,000 blank Syrian passports. What's the danger this represents? Scott Newark in a minute. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.